what up? What's going on? Yo, it's friends versus friends. I know y'all missed us, man. We're back. We here. We here. Talk more NBA junk, crap, whatever you feel like. Man, you can call you can call this season two. So, you know, the season's coming up. So, but man, before we dive really deep in depth about Wait, 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 wait. What's up? We got Kyle's on assignment right now, so you know it's just me and JT tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's, He's on it's special stat. assignment. It's me. KB's not here right now. Special assignment. Special assignment he needed to do. He's doing his thing. Trust me. But before we go deep into what we got really gotta talk about, man, we gotta give a special, special shout out. To the legend, Bill Russell. We got a little clip, you know, a little history clip for y'all too. Yo, G, drop that, John. Russell is the most successful player in the history of team sports. And in 1966, he not only became the first black NBA coach, but also the first black man to ever hold the title in any of the major professional sports. And cementing his legacy forever, Russell won rings in 66 and 68 as a player coach, a feat that no one has ever matched. In his prime, Bill Russell was fast and agile, blessed with an incredible vertical leap. On defense, he was a monster, using his seven foot four wingspans to block shots like flies from the sky. He commanded a shot blocking ability that few had ever seen, and his rebounding was a revelation that swiped the glass clean before his opponents could eat. And when Bill Russell merged those skills together, he revolutionized the way basketball was played on defense forever. But his greatest gifts might have been between the ears. Bill Russell's physical talents were complemented by his genius level basketball IQ and a willingness to get into his opponents head and underneath their skin. He was known to trash talk. I would kick your ass. <laughs> and study his opponents for any edge he could find. He'd aggressively block shots early in the game, knowing that mentally his opponents couldn't handle it. He knew they'd be broken by the second half. Basically, the superiority of Bill Russell and the Boston Celtics in that era can't be overstated. If there was a championship for greatest 20th century sports team, the Celtics might win it, and if they did, Bill Russell would be their MVP. But his impact as a leader wasn't just restricted to the courts. Bill Russell was at the forefront of the civil rights movement and took parts in marches with Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. himself. Throughout his career, he paid the cost for his beliefs too. He didn't receive local endorsements and found himself shut out of exclusive neighborhoods. But the worst violation occurred in 1968 when Bill Russell's home was broken into and ransacked. And what was the reward for a man who had brought multiple championships to a city that had won none before? Racial slurs written on his walls and feces left on his bed. It's true that Boston's relationship with Bill Russell was filled with resentment, misunderstandings, and complications over the years. But relations were improving before his death. Mr. Russell made several trips to Boston, including in 1999 when the Celtics re-retired his jersey. Bringing his civil rights journey full circle, in 2010, President Barack Obama awarded Mr. Mr. Russell the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor for his record in fighting for human rights, which is a testament to how good he was as a man. But for those wondering how good he was as a player, I'll say this, he might have been the best period. In his professional career, Bill Russell scored over 14,000 points and grabbed over 21,000 rebounds, averaging a ridiculous 22 rebounds a game. He was a prolific shot blocker too and probably set some records, but the NBA didn't tally those numbers officially until 1973 after he retired. But even without that record, his trophy case is amazingly full. During his career, Bill Russell earned 12 NBA All-Star nods, snatched five rebounding titles, and was named MVP five times. And it feels at this point like he could be the greatest of all time. The sports writers in 1980 agreed because that's what they voted him for. Bill Russell was just that good. He retired from basketball in 1969, but not really. He could be seen in front offices of many teams for years to come. And to the benefit of fans, Bill, and the game, Russell never really left the game. And if he did, not for long. In 2013, a statue of Mr. Russell was unveiled in Boston. In classic Bill Russell style, he only agreed to the monument after the city agreed to fund a youth mentoring program. The statue shows Mr. Russell ready to make a chess pass with a quotation from him underneath. And it reads, the most important measure of how good a game I played was how much better I'd make my teammates play. And personally, I couldn't sum up the spirit of Bill Russell's game any better myself. I've struggled to conjure up the right words to describe how important Bill Russell's life was. Because while we oftentimes say that a person's life was bigger than life, in this case, it's actually true. 
Some players struggle to show resilience, dignity, and conviction on the court, let alone off of it. But not Bill. He was the example of excellence without compromise and of buying in without selling out. And I use the word example literally because for generations of people, especially black men, Bill Russell possessed the quality. Rest in peace, Mr. Bill Russell. Personally, um, it was sad because me and Kyle were talking one night uh, about like, yo, a lot of these people, even though we didn't see him play, we were like, yo, a lot of these greats are gonna soon start dying off. And literally that night, Bill wanted to go home and play basketball for God in, in the heaven NBA. But, um, Personally, I know the whole thing where everyone talks about LeBron, um, Jordan being the GOAT of all time. Believe it or not, I think Bill Russell actually gets no respect. I actually believe he might actually truly be the GOAT of all time. When you think about it, he got 11 NBA championships. Bro, Remember, 11. Just, just with one team. That's wild. Jordan got six, and then he went to play with Washington Wizards. Dude. He had loyalty for the one team. Five NBA Most Valuable Player Awards, 12 All-Star Games, NBA All-Star MVP one time, three All-NBA First Teams, eight All-NBA Second Teams, NBA All-Defensive First Team, four NBA Rebounding Champions, four, an NBA Lifetime Achievement Award. He has been on four NBA Anniversary Teams, he, 25th, 35th, 50th and 75. Bruh, that's decades. Yo, he's no, never. guess what? I got more. <laughs> he was his his number six has been retired not once, but twice. Jordan didn't get that. Kobe, rest in peace, won't get that. LeBron won't get that. He was an NBA, he was an NCAA tournament out, um, most outstanding player. He was a UPI college player of the year. He was a two-time Helms Player of the Year, two-time consecutive first-team All-American, WCC Player of the Year, three-time first-team All-WCC uh, first-team. Retired his number six by San Francisco, where the college he went to, and received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011. And let's not forget, a two-time champion as a player coach. And no one could ever do that because the rules of being a player coach stopped. He also was drafted in 1956, the second pick overall. A 6'10 center, originally from Monroe, Louisiana, and passed away in Washington, D.C. 6'10, 215 pounds. If you can tell me that he is not the GOAT and you put LeBron over him, I have to argue. As much as I like Jordan, I can't give Jordan that. The nah, you can't. You you really can't do that. You can't do that, bro. The only one closest to being a GOAT in the same level with Bill Who? is Jabbar, Kareem. Oh, yeah, Kareem, yeah. Kareem got that. Kareem, he's he's right there. He doesn't even get a lot of shine that people be thinking about, but... Bro, like it's it's weird to even be saying like that. I'm trying not to be OD and like be sad about it. But it's like, yo, you didn't you think like he was just gonna be there forever? You always saw him. He was at the dunk like, contest yeah, every year. He's there. It's just like, yeah, he's always gonna be here. You know, it's like, man, he he gonna be here. He's like the dude you see at the bodega on the side every time. Like, oh yeah, he always gonna be here. He always gonna ask for change. He always gonna say good morning to you. Like you know, let what me saying? hold a dollar, brother. <laughs> right? He's. I thought he was just always gonna be alive, and then you know, sadly, he's gone. But man, he really put up. His stats was crazy. Like, you knew him, but then it's like when they were just announced and just talked about, it's like, yo, this man really, this it's never going to be done again. That's like some NBA 2K stuff. Like, if you can just play that long on that game, that long, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. it's, it's crazy. And blocks, no, uh, and bl bl not blocks, rebounds. He's second all time in rebounds. The only person that got more rebounds than him was Wilt. Oh, yeah. His boy, Will. Will. And one more thing. He was an Olympic gold winner in the 1956 uh, year when they when the U.S. team won. 
I think the coolest thing they did was recently is like retired at number six. The number six. Yeah. That's never ever going to happen again in the entire NBA. Nobody's going to say that. LeBron can't do that now, obviously. We know. Not even trying to go back to bro, but it's like 23 has been born. I thought they were going to do that for Jordan. They should have. I thought they were, but yeah. The number six is crazy. That Come is on. the truest goat of yeah. all time. You take, that's that's something that's <laughs> never gonna be. Yo, you can no, you can't wear the six. Like I think the list. It's some people, and I was like, yeah, I forgot, bro. Like Caruso, I was like, oh, he does wear number six. Yeah, Zick, Bron- uh, Bron. Bron, Porzingis. I'm like, yeah. they do wear six. Yeah. Wow. But they can still wear it. But it's yeah. like when they're done, they're done. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this number six cannot be worn and, ever and, again. Nah. Yeah. That's so dope. That's valid. He he's basically the Jackie Robinson of the NBA. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And that's how it should be for him. For you know everything he's done. And I've know I said it in a lot of episodes. I do not like the Boston Celtics. Mainly it's because his history, how they treated him. Yeah. I remember my Fact. pops telling me that stuff. I was like, Yo, why would you? Why would anybody love this team if they treated the goat of this team that way? So the main reason I was just like, Yo, I can't rock with that. That. I can't rock with them, but Bill's the man. He, it, I know I couldn't do half the stuff he he went through, bro. Like he he he's a goat for real. He's a real, true, genuine, solid dude for that. And what you know, a lot of older players, even in generation, just with people in general, you know, a lot of a lot of older people don't like to spit the knowledge. You actually saw him give knowledge and give respect to KG in that one video that we oh, have on yeah. our friends and first friends IG Bro, that joint made me cry. Yeah, that was teary-eyed jo- You see the comments, dude, people are just like, yo, the teary-eyed emoji. Facts. And you think about it, I'm like, yo, he really, like, appreciated players that really worked hard. And, you know, you know KG. KG put in that effort every night on the court. And Bill just saw that in him. He saw the dog in him. And he yeah. said in there, in that clip, he was like, yo, like, if you don't win... I'll give you one of my I'll, I'll share one of my rings with you, yo. Like that's dog, man. That that man, if you haven't seen that clip, you can YouTube it or you can watch it on our um, Friends vs. Friends, our Instagram, our page. That clip will make you cry. Literally. It'll make a grown man cry. You're like, dag, bro. That's love. It's crazy. He lived a good life. Uh I wish he actually was more involved now. And he was, but I feel like towards the end of his career, his life, he kind of hid around. He just hid. Like he said, he wouldn't go to Boston because of the, the bad blood. Yeah. Anyone who puts feces in my bed, I'm not going to want to show up to Boston. They vandalized bros. Crib all the time. Like, he went to the police all the time. I remember I was doing, um, you know, when he passed, they showed everything. But I remember the documentary I ever, like, you know, watched was the Lakers versus Boston. He got, like, a, the, uh, the key to the city. Yeah. And... His house was getting vandalized. He'll pull up to the police, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't even want this key. You'll have this drawn back. I'm good. There's no need for this. I'm straight. Like, it was no winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he, 11 championships, bro. Like, come on now. And I get mad at Boston, the organization. I'd have been like, yo, the city needs to put some respect on this man. I don't care. One thing about Bill, kind of like Jackie Robinson, they did speak their mind, but they spoke their mind in the right time, in the proper way. They weren't arrogant. They weren't wild and crazy. They said it also like how Muhammad Ali was. They didn't do anything to cross their morals. They kept it blunt and honest. Yeah. And that's what made me respect him so much. It was just like, yo. And he was black excellence, black male excellence. He did a lot for the black men to understand how to represent yourself, how to handle yourself and situations and he is sadly going to be missed but I can't as much as I like even though I'm a Knicks fan as much as I respect Jordan Jordan transcended the NBA to how it is now thanks to Kobe and LeBron elevating what Jordan did but Bill was the true he was the first dog that you could think of yeah facts so Bill is my number one GOAT. My second GOAT is Kareem. My third is Jordan. That's my top three. That's valid. That never, I can't ever change that ever again. You should. That's that's, that's a good standpoint. You can't. You can't change that. That, They've broken numbers. They've done everything they've done for the history of the game. Ain't, Ain't no need to change that, bro. Man, shout out to Bill, bro. 
You're going to be playing one-on-one versus my man Bean up in heaven for a long time, bro. I know that's going to be a highlight. Yeah. Ayo, next, we're going to dive into that NBA season coming up, boy. Man, let's... All right, cool. So, let's talk about this, yo. So, Bron really may be breaking some records. The all-time scoring record. Do you play that, John? When you look at the timeline, take a look at these numbers here. He's got... 1,325 points. If he scores 27 points a game, that's his career average. He'll probably score slightly below that. That would be 49 games. Do you think that happens this season? And when that happens, what are the implications of it happening with him in a Lakers jersey? Uncle Chuck D said, he go, ooh, and I when jump in my car. People treat me like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just, I was just looking at that graphic and thinking, he steals the all-time leading score, and he hasn't played in like 30 years. He didn't make threes when he was a performer, and the game was vastly different, and he was able to transcend eras as El Capitan. Hooks over the left, hooks with the right. And the thing is, Jacoby, six MVPs. Six championships, trademark goggles. It is remarkable what he, the work that he put in as an NBA player on every level. So for his record to be broken by anyone, it's incredible. And I agree with you, for LeBron James, it's going to happen this year because he know time is ticking. So we ain't about to waste no time. He gonna mm-hmm. miss, like LeBron ain't gonna be trying to low manage this year, when they're on the road against a last-place team, he's going to be like, you know what, let me get out here and get this 20 in let the first the, half. Let me, let me get 35 points. You know what Jaylen, I'm saying? Here's one Absolutely. thing I know is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. He's got his eye on this, and he knows about legacy, and this is going to happen in Los Angeles. He's not going to do this in Charlotte. He's not going to do this in Orlando. It's going to happen in Los Angeles with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar front and center. They're going to stop the game in L.A., and there's going to be a ceremony. It's going to be one of the the best moments in the history of the NBA. Absolutely. Ayo, why he say trademark goggles? Yo, I was dying. Yo, why Jalen do that? Yo, that's hilarious. Shout out to Jalen. I like his podcast too. Jalen, one day you gotta listen to our podcast. <laughs> Said trademark goggles. He has some good points on there. What you got, Stat? I know you're gonna load us up. What's up? What you gotta say? And <laughs> listen. All right. Currently, as Jalen said, LeBron got 37,062 points. He needs 1,325 points. If he goes at, maintains, like they said, at his career average is 27.1 points per game. Yeah. Around 49 games. Now, what um, Jacoby has said, legacy, yes, that's cool to do it in the Lakers. Home. That's like, that's like a smooth, that's like, ugh, like in your face type, John. But. What? What's I'm up? i give you some facts. Yes. Who's he, whose record is he going to beat? Break. Kareem. Kareem's. Where's Kareem from? Originally, uh, NY, right? Yeah, just remember that. Let's talk about that in yeah. a little bit. All right, so looking at the stat, looking at the schedule, if it's correct around possibly game 49, game 49 would be against San Antonio. <laughs> so at, at LA, which would be cool. Yeah. But like I said, I just gave you some history. You just told me Kareem's from where? New York. Okay. Uh, game 50 for the Lakers, Boston, at Boston. <sighs> game cool, 51 though. at Brooklyn. Game 52 in the season at New York. The Mecca. I think he should do it at the Mecca. I, I think he's purposely going to do it in New York. As you just know, Kareem's from New York. Kareem's a New York boy. Steph broke the three-point record. Exactly. There York. you go. You know what? You own something, that. Bro- you own something. I think because, like I said, Jabbar's from New York. That's his home. He, Bron's going to break it in New York. He says if he could play 82 games in one arena, it would be in Madison Square Garden. You don't think that brother is trying to hoop it up and break the record in Jabbar's hometown that's a real smush. Now, and against the Knicks. Yeah, that would be... God damn. 
I don't want to go into that, dog. I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't even talk to Kyle about this. Cause yeah. If I had told Kyle, Kyle would have looked at me and been like, yo, I'm not watching that game. Yeah, he's like, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, just like, I, yo, we all thought Curry was going to break the record in Philly. Yeah. And then we were we were, we were cringing because we didn't want him breaking it in Madison Square Garden. And the Knicks lost. Got to break you, it in the Mecca. Do you not, do you not think... Braun is not gonna beat the Knicks while breaking that record in right. front of Jabbar, in front of Adam Silver, in front of everyone who loves to come to New York freaking city to Madison Square Garden. It's gonna be crazy that night. That is gonna be a very interesting night. I don't think Braun wants to do it in LA. I think Braun has already looked at the schedule and already did the stats he and said, that joint said, you know what? New York it is. Eight times, like, eh, right it's, there. That's where we're going to do it. It's going to be Somebody let York. me know how many points I need to do until here. Like, And as for load management, I don't think he's I don't think he's going to do load management. But, that was cool to hear. I'm they, Nobody really should be ODing like that, but that would be dope if we, he just goes all out. But I what? do think... If he, if there's a lot of visiting games, let's just say let's say um, Bron needs 25 points, and then he could break it like they said in like a Charlotte game or like in like he'll sit out. I think he'll sit out and say like he got a knee resting the knee because if you look at it, 49 would be San Antonio, 48 would be late uh, Clippers. 37, uh, 47 will be Portland. I don't think he wants to do it in Portland. I don't think he wants to do it in Memphis or Sacramento. Like Jalen said, I think, or like uh, Jacoby said, Lakers, if it could be at the Lakers, but I really think he wants to do it against the Knicks. He should. Well, who want to? You know, you want to break the records at the Mecca. Everybody does. Embarrass the Knicks. Bring everybody in. It's Yay! the best place. The you know, the shine right there. Yeah. And right there in New York City, the Mecca, the Garden. Do it. That's gonna be dope. I mean, sad because the Knicks, but it's gonna be crazy. What if he has to drop like fifty something? Oh my God, yo! If he what? has to drop like fifty, he'll, just he'll to get channel. It, he'll channel Kobe. He'll channel Jordan. He'll channel Bill Russell. Hey, oh, I need this one. I need this one. He'll do. No, he won't do fifty. Hell, he'll do sixty-five. But the thing, the crazy thing is, once he gets that, it's uh, I forgot the exact amount, but it's like thirteen hundred. Um, oh, you, you Bron's gonna be playing like after correct. he breaks it. You know what I'm saying? So he has a bunch. He just signed that two mil. Oh, uh, how much? The two year. The two year. Two year. Uh, Ninety seven million. Dad, for two years. So you already know it's just gonna be patent. And do you wait? Let me ask you this: That do you think after he breaks his record, we don't know the situation how the Lakers are gonna be? I don't even want to like. You know, That's say like, episode. yeah, of course, it <laughs> definitely is another episode where we're gonna just, you know, yell at each other about it. But do you think past that point, if they don't improve in their roster, that you can honestly say, yo, he's probably just patting stats at this point? He got his championships. He got his four. What else does he need to do? And a, a broken record. And a <laughs> and a broken record is gonna put him in the history books. He's patting like he's just like, all right, cool. After them two years. If he signs he for Bronny. That's all he. That's all he waiting for. Why We're, not? When, whenever Bronny at, after that con two year deal is done, Bronny, if he does one and done in college, wherever they go, wherever he gets drafted, that's where he going. He gonna take a vet's minimum of like one million dollars just to you play. Think he would. I think he would. Okay, that'd be dope. Let, that'd be dope I'm gonna be. Did. I'm gonna be real serious. So let's just say magically, I'm making fun. Let's say the Knicks suck that year. That year in the twenty in that uh, draft, and we get the first pick of the world. We will probably be over the cap. We'll be able to draft Bronny. He'll come just for the vets minimum, just so he can do what Barry Bonds got to do with his father in San Francisco and what Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. did in Seattle with the Manners in baseball. He wants that because no father-son duels ever happened in the NBA. The only duel that's ever happened is when Doc and Austin, Austin was a player, player-son coach, but no father-son has ever played together. 
I'm gonna have to research this stat next time I see you. Stat man, if you stat ain't man. right. Yeah, that's me. All right. <laughs> I trust you now, but I don't know. But it, actually, that would be really crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just like how he, um, Ken Griffey did it. You know, the Griffeys did it. That would be kind of dope. Like it's like wow. And you know, he's just gonna give him all game. Just like yo, like when I this is it. This is my last season's with you. I'm gonna coach you up from here, right next to you all season i'm going after that it's on you now think about this how old is bryce bryce is what two years younger yeah i believe so yo wouldn't that be dope if he played with both <laughs> that's od bro nah, think about it that's no crazy. one's ever done that that's a new record that he'll create <laughs> he'll play that he'll 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 do a one one year deal wherever bryce goes Hey, bro, I love LeBron, but if he does this, I feel like, yo, he has to stop. stop. If Tom Brady (laughs) has retired and come back, then Mr. LeBron James can do that. Yeah, he can. And football is a more harder sport because you get knocked out. You can just get, yeah. I know Kyle will be talking heavy oh, about it. Oh God, yeah, he would go, he would go crazy right now, all all in depth. But like, look, like like I said, I'm not a Bron hater whatsoever. But if he does that with Bryce, I want that. I'd be like, yo, I want this. Has to stop. No, I want like, that. No, 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 no. no. I'm at the discretion. I want that. I want that because no one's ever gonna be able to do that. So he's gonna be like uh, Haslam, just sitting there, basically in no minutes. Yeah, I bet you Bron will be able to play though. Yeah, what? He'll be able to. <laughs> Bro put like trillions on his body. He's like, oh yeah, I can go. If you need me to get the bucket, I'll get out there now. Like he'll get out there. By the way, Haslin says tomorrow if he's gonna play for a 20th season or not. So he should. We'll see. He rocking bench. He want that. He want them player perks. I think he should do whatever he has to do to be out there. Honestly, I've heard and listened and read a lot of stuff like. Haslam, he low-key run that city. I know they call Wade oh, no, County. Yeah, I know they say Wade County, but nah. If you in with Haslam, you straight. Like, ain't nobody touching you. You good. They said, uh, really good. They said after he retires, his goal is to be the mayor of Miami. Hey, facts. That'd be dope. What? Man, my man gonna win that without even having to go out to, to, the, to the doors to say, can you vote for me? He gonna get it. Hey, he's, man. he's Haslam. More respect to him. More respect to him. But yeah, nah, um, Bron, Bron, Bron. I know once you hear our podcast one day, I just want you to play with Bronny, and I need you to play with Bryce. I want a record that no one can ever touch, because one day someone's gonna break Bron's record. It might take forty years. Ain't nobody trying to do that. Nobody's gonna be able to do whatever he's been doing right now. To, trust me. So. It took forever. Now I have a question for you. What? And I. I know we're not going to like this. <laughs> what? Whose record do you respect more? Bron breaking it or Jabbar's record taking that long to be broken? Because Jabbar, Jabbar, uh, okay, Jabbar's I, record um, that long. Because if you really think about it, not even just, you know, that clip that we gave our listeners or anything, but like Jalen was saying like, yo, like before the three points, all the old like this man started a lot of things in the NBA. It was all two pointers, all the extra stuff. And if you really think about it, Kareem was really the face. You know, obviously, like he was Cap El Capitan. He was the face of the NBA for a minute, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, he was outside the court and in like and another, on the court. Another Bill Russell, exactly. That's why. So I said. he was the face, and he was low key declining. I, I wouldn't say declining. He was still putting up numbers. I'm sorry. He was putting up his numbers. Green has always put up his numbers, but one thing is, like, his teams wasn't winning after he got that first chip. Um, and then Magic came, and that's what brought him back, like, yo, like, let's let's keep, like, it, you know, his juices got back. Yeah. He, you know, he got slapped on the chest, got the Hulkamanium, ripped the shirt off. He's like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So he was, like, going crazy. And it was like, the game was different. You feel me? Facts. Like, management, different. What they had out there in the world to take care of your body, different. So I respect that a little bit more. No, I agree. Because um, if Jordan, since we all have watched the documentary on Jordan, if Jordan had not been suspended or his retirement. Oh, the first one, yeah. I think think Jordan would have actually broken the record. 
And Kobe would have then, if Kobe had not gotten hurt those few years, remember he tore his Achilles out for that year, yeah. tore his tore his knee up, tore his uh, I think his shoulder. Yeah, his shoulder was messed up too. Yeah. Those three seasons, because the way he, uh, he Kobe just like Bron is very smart. He lined it up the way that if he had re- the year he was retiring, he would have actually had broken the record. Mm. That was his plan, and he never got to. Rest in peace to him, but. Being top four, that's fine. Jordan's five. Malone is three. LeBron is two. Kareem's one as of right now. But Kareem, the way he did it with not having to shoot, he barely shot three-pointers. Three-pointers weren't even allowed at that time. He did it strictly off the bucket, the sky hook. He created <laughs> yeah. the sky hook. Sky hook. Which is why I was always mad. Shout out to uh, Jerry West with the way he help the NBA. I thought Kareem should have been the logo of the NBA with the sky hook. Yeah. Just wait. Just just think about it right now. Go to the court. You're about to play 21, pick up whatever at the courts right now, and you just do the sky hook. You know, everybody looking at you. That's so crazy. Yeah. You know, like, everybody just looking at you like, did he just do this, the sky hook? Yeah. Yo, that, like, he created a whole, like, move in the league. Like, and perfected it because you think about it that John like I'm not even trying to get technical with this it. like it's like a little bit low key is a floater it's a floater for a big man you know what I'm saying but it's crazy with the perfect angle his jump he must have did well in geometry couldn't block I suck, it I sucked in geometry couldn't block it his whole body was in front of it it's like unless you were behind him but nah yeah he he was the man and his him his record him Braun breaking it just says a lot Kareem Owning that record shows like, yo, that was true GOAT mentality. Yeah. Um, Not saying nothing towards LeBron that he didn't do a lot to get it. Like I said, Jordan should have got it. You know what happened to him. Kobe injuries. Bron was blessed to be able to scave no injuries. Knock on wood. He's never really had to been out for like a whole season. The three-pointer helped him, even though he's not his three-point isn't really his game. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yo, Jabbar's record being broken, it means a lot because it's like, damn, uh, that was true hard work. Definitely. Anybody breaking these records is a lot. But yeah. that right there, them points, boy, Cap been in the league for a minute. So has Bron. Remember that. Yeah. We gotta remember that Bron's been in there for a minute too, so yeah, it does mean a lot. Yeah, he he has. But now we gotta talk about celebrations. What's up, man? I know a lot of people saw the lineup at Draymond's wedding. Hey yo, shout out to Dre getting married. Draymond getting married, his beautiful wife. Man, they had that little picture of everybody in there. I was like, okay, Bron Curry, who else in there? Like yo, they had they had the folks up there. Moses Moody. Yo, Juan T- uh, Tenasco Anderson and Bron's boy Rich Paul, the baby performing. Like you had the baby and Rodney performing, Rich, yeah. Yo, but you know, uh, my favorite part is when they had the clips of this special. They, you know, they had drinks, they had the cake, you know, but they had a bud tender, bro. That menu was <laughs> oh, crazy. Bud, <laughs> they got, you get the Dre Dre, <laughs> the Dre Dre Kush, the Hazel Haze, bruh. Just imagine, yo, it was lined up, like just lined up. So everybody that you saw in that picture. I think it was in black and white. If it wasn't yeah. in black and white, yo would have saw some red eyes. Like they was lit. It's off season. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I got an issue with it, but look, it's whatever. Do what you got to do. And their party favors as well was that. So they had that at the bar, and that was their party favors. Hey, you left with a block. Yeah, that's wild. My issue with that is, luckily, thank God, the NBA does not do drug testing for weed anymore. I understand everyone has every right to post on social media. That I would have kept quiet. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, definitely would have kept that quiet. But still, it is what it it's, is. That's dope. Yeah. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's dope. That's funny. But it's just like, okay, like, you, you know, you know why I'm saying that? Because everyone oh. looks at. Curry as the golden child. He's the perfect person. Doesn't do anything wrong. Got the got the beautiful wife. 
stand-up guy. The real person I looked at was Brian. Now we know, and his doc talking to his in um in high school. Yeah, he smoked weed, whatever. But guess what? He is like the true professional. And you know, a lot of people cringe and judge for people smoking weed. And you know, man, this Brian, they should. Brian was smoking that blunt. Yeah, I, I ain't mad at him, <laughs> but I just know like everyone wants to tear oh, tar- somebody. Yeah, they yeah. want to target him, and they that's why I was like, yo, about him. Yeah, I yeah, I was like, yo, yeah. that could have been like, yo, cut that, don't do that. I, like he should have been like, Mm-mm, no cameras, Dre. Like, nah, nah, cut yeah. that, cut that joint. I wasn't here. I wasn't here. <laughs> I was not here. You feel me? Now nah, I feel you on that as a respect because what you know, I think a lot of the OGs have said like, yo, you don't hear nothing about Braun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And this, he's like, untouchable. If they wanted to bring something up, they would bring this up. But you know, it is very annoying when you have to think about that. Like, dag, like you got people that you know. Put their image inside somebody Yo this is the golden child Like Curry They'll think that Yeah But you know you, We don't know nothing about Curry You know what I'm saying He's low Braun Same way He's done everything right You don't hear no drama No that Blah 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 Boom But then you know And I love Draymond Draymond's a dog But you know Draymond his, On the court His presence is this You know yeah. how he's You know they'll say He's dirty or this And he's that He talks He gets ejected All that And then you have this Off the court They might put the imagery Like yo that's a bad guy Which he's not a bad guy At all Like you know You don't know him He's just a punk I like his podcast He just can't play In the 90s He get beat up Dennis Rodman Would take him Dennis Rodman Charles Oakley Sheed. Man, you, you can't even put Oak in there. Oak Anthony, all right, Anthony out. Mason. Yeah. He'd be in Oak. the ambulance. Yeah, if he would have tried some of the stuff they did. Yeah, then, that's yeah, my point. Definitely. Like, definitely. like they would look at him and be like, bruh. When it came to it, we, we, we had the enforcer episode. <laughs> yeah. We, we, pu- we picked our enforcers, and we did not pick Dre at all. We already knew. And if you put Oak in the conversation, come on now. Oak is just... Nobody wanted to mess it's with Oak, so bro. Hard to Oak. say goodbye. That's what happens to him. Yeah, I, I just, I just personally, everything social media is just so powerful. I just don't like people getting their image tarnished. Yeah, especially because yo, like you said, it's the off season. I could do whatever I want. Exactly. That's my free will. But as you know, everyone wants to touch. No one could touch Jordan. No one could touch Kobe minus that situation you that he had. Probably touch Jordan because he'll probably pay you off or something. I don't think Jordan would pay. I think Jordan would be like, "Look, I'm gonna take this personally if you try to mess up my career. <laughs> I'm gonna just take this personal. If you, you might really not, you might money. not wake up. <laughs> you no, know, he'll say like, "You want to put money on it? <laughs> yeah, like, facts. You want to bet on that? Like, you want to bet on you won't live tomorrow? Like, F- facts. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But nah, <laughs> big shout out." To Draymond, agree- yeah, Draymond congrats, getting man. married. Congrats, congrats. Now we got to talk about Trey Young. What Trey? What you got? You, you didn't hear about? Okay, now it's not really about Trey per se. It's more about the NBA season. You know, the first thing most people worry about is the holiday games. Oh, the schedule. Yes, the schedule. Yeah, talk about that, JT. So. Christmas games, man. Ooh, the Christmas games are actually one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? After you eat, stuff your face, blah blah blah. You might I'm eat after my face game. and eating. But them Christmas games be lit, boy. I know your favorite one is the Knicks, which I think is going to be a pretty good matchup. <sighs> but but let me. I'm gonna go down the list. I'm gonna go down the list. We got so Christmas Day. We got Philly versus New York. And this is the order at time. I'm, you know, that's at 12. ESPN. And then we got Los Angeles, the Lakers versus Dallas. Good matchup. That's at 2. ABC. 2.30 and ABC. Then we got Milwaukee versus Boston. Nice matchup. That's coming off later in the evening. Uh, that's ABC. 8. And we got Memphis versus Golden State. Now that is going to be good. That's going to be good. Now, nah, for real, for real, I think... Milwaukee and Boston, because that was the Eastern Conference Finals. That's going to be a good one. And yeah. like you said, Memphis and Golden State That's is definitely going to be the be. one. I'm really waiting for that one, too. Someone's getting a Christmas gift, and it's going to be a fight. Oh, yeah. They, sh- I mean, they might as well. The young boys might as well show your turn up, because I was running for them. I was gunning for them all uh, through the playoffs, and, you know, Golden yeah. State took them out, took them yeah. home. And then we got Phoenix versus the Nuggets, which I think is... You I know, don't like that's that. That's gonna surprise us. Nah, I didn't like that. Why? What? It should have been Phoenix versus Dallas. 
Yes. That yes. would have been a that would have yes. been a better yes. move. Yes. I didn't that like been that dope. one. That would have been dope. Very interesting. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even think about that joint. Like to see the switch. That one's at ten thirty on ESPN. But you know, I'll be watching all five of those games. But what did Ice Trey had to say? What are you talking Man, about? he had a problem that his team did not get a Christmas game. They were they had a winning record, but the Knicks get to play on Christmas. Traditionally, fun fact, traditionally the Knicks and the Lakers, since they're the two big markets, East and West, they've always played in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Trey's looking like, yo, my squad is better than some of the teams that are playing and we're not playing on Christmas. To be honest, sure, I could even tell you maybe that they could have did Lakers versus the Hawks because Atlanta's definitely better than Dallas. I don't think... I, I, I understand that Trey's annoyed, but you already know it's politics. The big market teams, yeah. New York... Philadelphia. Atlanta's not a big market yet. Even though Atlanta is, you know, to me is a big market, but the team is really not there yet. Ask Lou Williams. (laughs) 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 He loves that. Um, (laughs) He he goes there to get lemon pepper wings and other stuff as well. Got to get the wings, you know. (laughs) But, yeah, nah, um, the Christmas Christmas games is going to be interesting. I do think it's going to be an interesting game with the Sixers versus the Knicks. If it's the Knicks that we saw two years ago, then the Knicks should win. But we'll see. Remember, we don't know what James Harden is going to be doing. He's a year older. Again, Embiid, he is a very good player. He got to stay healthy. Like I told Sixers fans, I feel like... Joel Embiid is Patrick Ewing of the 76ers. Hmm. Um, He's given them their heart and soul, but his legs are going to give out. I do think Giannis is going to beat the crap out of Boston. And plus, we don't even know what's going on with Boston with uh, next episode. We'll talk about them with the whole trading and rumors with uh, KD. Rumors all around, but yeah. I do think Golden State's going to beat Memphis. Of course. But it's going to come at a cost. Draymond is definitely going to fight Dylan Brooks. He's probably going to get injected. Or Bane. Bane is going to probably try to throw an elbow to Curry. Morant probably going to step. It's going to be a rowdy game. That's going to be a Mor- good game. Morant, I don't think he's going to want to fight. You don't think? Not fight, but y'all going to hype everybody. Y'all going to get it. He oh, no. Get- he's scoring 40. I'm calling that. He's scoring 40. Oh, it's at the Warriors. Oh, I was about to say it. Nah, was it Memphis? Nah. Woo, nah. <laughs> Yo, they would have got gritty on them, Joe. Yo, they would have got crazy. I just feel like he's another one you got to worry about. Them, them legs. He's always having a knee problem. You better hope he's there for Christmas. <laughs> Yo. That's going to be a Christmas gift for Memphis. Yeah. To see him playing. Yeah. Um, I do think Denver is going to beat Phoenix. Because Jamal Murray will be back. We got good old Michael Porter Jr. coming back. As long as he gets to stay healthy. Then you got to worry about CP3. Is CP3 going to be healthy? Is Booker going to have to take the load? Is Aiton going to have to take the load? Without having their leader, their floor general, Mr. Chris Paul. Joe, we're going to work Aiton. I know that for a fact. Yeah. That's going to be a good big Which game. is why I said I, I really do see Denver winning. Yeah, definitely. But um, a few key, a few interesting games that I'm interested to see. Oh, talking about the schedule overall? Yeah. Dive in. What you got? What you um, got? We're going to talk about the first pick overall, your boy Paolo. There's three games I'm interested in seeing him play. It's, every, it's like born, it's like being christened. October 24th, I want, I want to see what he does against the Knicks. That's on the NBA TV, 7.30. You saw just the stage and the lights? Yeah. I, Bruh, come on. Don't do not do that to my man. He went to Duke University. That don't mean nothing. He's playing at the Mecca already. That don't mean nothing. He's all right. He ain't worried. He ain't worried. What's your next game? What's your next game for him? The next game is the person that they everyone thought he was going to get the first pick overall. November uh, 1st, Tuesday at 7.30 on TNT is actually against OKC. 
Oh, Chet with Chet. Yeah. Okay, now that's going to be interesting. I think OKC is a better team, but we don't know until Orlando. I think Orlando might be nice, but OKC is a really good team. Adding Chet, I think they got to move him, bro. They got to move him to a three, but we'll see. But he's yeah. too slow to nah. guard a three, and he's too he's too frail to guard a four. He's their center, but he's going to get bodied. It but might that, be like non-position-wise yeah. uh, offensive schemes type uh, plays and everything. Where he gets pulled on the fourth corner at the last four minutes because he won't be able to. You never know. You never know. We're going to have to see. I said a lot. We've all said a lot. Yeah. We're going to have to see it now. The, the third uh, game is Monday, November 7th. At 7:15 against Houston, where everyone thought Jabari was truly the number one pick going over, over overall. When we saw him in the summer leagues, uh, Jabari he didn't look lost against Paolo, but you knew Paolo was that true number one pick. And Jabari was trying to get his feet landed. He was good on defense, yeah, but the scoring department, yo, Paolo was whooping him. So those are like three interesting games. Hold up, when is Paolo? I'm going to quiz you on this. You might not know it off the top of your head. When is Paolo playing Atlanta? And you know why I'm asking that, right? He plays October 21st. Okay, so we're going to see it early. Yeah, that's the second game of their season. Oh, you're going to see what's going down early. Oh, You know what happened in pro We posted that on Friends vs. Friends. Murray, (laughs) he's been a menace in the summer league. So they had a little, you know, incident on the court. Didn't look good for my boy, but still, you know, at got, the end of the day, signed. words were said <laughs> on Twitter. Murray was like, oh, Murray blocked him, deleted him, and Bob was like, all right, we just going to see what's up in the season. Had that same energy and stop switching. What's up? So that's the game I really want to see. All them games you said were dope, but that's the game. And it's early? Oh, yeah, I want to see that joint. <sighs> Paolo might get ejected. Murray they might, might not get, get matched. They might not get Murray. No, and Murray, when Murray goes to the hole. Oh. Paolo coming with that. Nah, he, I don't think he'll do it. He's gonna take it personally. I don't think he'll do it too early. He's gonna take. He gonna. He gonna uh, channel his inner uh, inner Jordan. He's gonna take this very personally. I mean, I hope he takes it personally and get the buckets, but I don't think he gonna take it like that. Ah, uh, we'll see. Well, all right. Houston. We already talked about it, but Orlando for one. But then we also. I'm also interested. November 28th against um, OKC. Yeah. Because that um, that matchup between those two were interesting as well. Jabari started feeling more comfortable in his game. And I was like, okay, Jabari's doing his thing. OKC, there's three games that I'm interested in. One being November 5th against Milwaukee Bucks. Every, every sports analysis has talked about when... Chet goes against Giannis. Giannis is going to eat him alive. Chet's not going to be able to defend Giannis. And Giannis is going to back him down, dunk on him, sun him all game long. I don't see Chet having a very good day. My next game, November uh, 13th at 12 p.m., it's against the Knicks. Hey, it's your first time at Madison Square Garden. Let's see what you do. My favorite one that I wish I want to see, I'll either like YouTube or or whatever, is against two unicorns. um, November 18th at Washington at 7 p.m. I want to see Porzingis versus Chet. Two unicorns guarding and playing against each other. Okay. Who do you think? Actually, will have a better game. Team wise, nah. Oh, have a better game. Yeah. I'm gonna say if they're both healthy. If they're both healthy. I'm gonna give it to man. Honestly, I haven't seen Porzingis like hoop hoop. I mean, I've seen him hoop obviously, but it's too new. It's like you haven't seen Porzingis go off off like crazy in a while, and then Chet is you know a rookie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Porzingis. Damn, I know it goes individually wise, yeah. like it's we're talking about that, but I think his supporting cast because the Wizards are not a, they're a sleeper team. They're a sleeper yeah. team. They're pretty good. You really think about it, they're actually pretty good. Um, oh, side note, and you know they brought that back them old jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's gonna be dope when John Wall was out there when he first got there. Um, 
Yeah, so I think Porzingis is going to do good, not because I don't think oh, I think Porzingis will low key work him. Like if they oh, facts. Um, but um, if they're both healthy, the supporting cast with Porzingis is just going to be able to feed him and make him look, you know, do better. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, I think Porzingis is going to work him. Chet gonna have some opening. I think we talking a lot of shit about Chet, but I think he's gonna have some games. He's gonna be on like the ESPN top ten for something. We're we'll like, all right, and that, ESPN whatever. top ten for not being good. Yeah, it's, he, we're gonna see some things. We definitely his gonna Sean see Bradley up. is gonna be entered into the building, the inner channel of this Sean Bradleyness. Hey, all right, so I just want to say a few games that I might be looking into. Now we talked about. We talked about the Mavericks and the Suns, right? You said that. Now Tracks. we get to see them early, October nineteenth. Yeah. I think that's going to be dope. Oh no, one hundred percent. That's going to be nice. One hundred percent. Then I got L.A. The Lakers. I'm sorry, we got the L.A. No, matchup. I was say which one? <laughs> <laughs> right? The L.A. matchup. We got the Clippers versus the Lakers. I think that's going to be good because. Even though it's going to be, and it's still kind of early, November 9th. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with the Lakers. We don't know what we really, at this point, we really don't know. But the Clippers look like they already set up. They picked up John Wall. Paul George has been playing good. He's healthy. Um, Kawhi is supposed to be, I think he's going to be coming back by then. Yeah, he, um, he's ready, good to go. Yeah, that team is going to be dope. So I think this is going to be like, it's LA, it's the LA matchup. This, is what, this game is going to determine I can pretty sure say this game's going to determine who's going to take over in LA. So I'm excited to see that. Facts. If the Clippers, I, bruh, the, the Lakers point guard position, yo, John Wall, y'all sleeping on him. Y'all sleeping on John Wall. He's going to work, and the Clippers are going to be better because of John Wall. Yes, Kawhi's coming back too, but like the Clippers will be better because of John Wall. Trust me on that. And this is going to be a good game because of that. 100%, especially because that Ty Lue finally has a point guard that he can trust that can score. Yes. At will. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Or run the offense or do what you got to do. It's like, yo, you score. We need you to score. Take the weight off. Paul, you know, Paul George is a bucket, bro. Kawhi healthy. Nice too. Yeah, win healthy. Win healthy But it's for just him like you too. had somebody else that can get jiggy out there on the court. Like, yo, go ahead. Do what you got to do. And remember, John Wall didn't play last year. He sat out the whole season. Yeah, he's healthy. He's not just been sitting eating chips. He's he's been working. Like trust me, he's, he's been working. He's been shooting in the gym. <laughs> yeah. <What>? yeah. <laughs> yes. He actually has been <laughs> shooting in the gym. And my last matchup would be the NBA Finals matchup, which we see in December 10th: Celtics versus Warriors. And the Celtics are at um, Golden State, so that's going to be dope. I'm interested in that. I got two more teams. Two more teams or games? Two more teams. Oh, okay. What's up? But I'm only going to talk about Detroit's two t- two games that really mean something. Okay, okay. What's up? One being against Orlando. That's the first game. Again, before the draft had happened, in like January, everyone thought Jaden Ivey should have been the first pick overall because he was hooping it. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that. But all right. I didn't think that either, but every, everyone was thinking he should have been the first pick. Yeah, That is their, is their first game of the season against Orlando. The other game which I'm very interested in is his, home t- is his homecoming against Indiana because Indiana really wanted him to fall to them at number six. Yeah, Detroit snatched him up at five. So that's a, home t- that's a homecoming game for him October 22nd. Now, you know as we are... Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I lied. I got to give two more games for Detroit. December 4th and December 9th against Memphis because everyone's compared Ivy to who? John Morant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those games are going to be exciting to have happen. So, all right. There we go. Now, again, as you know, we're all Knicks fans. <sighs> There's only two games I'll be excited to see and happy for. Yeah, it's cool about Christmas, but I actually want to see what uh, Jalen Brunson actually does December 3rd and the 27th against Dallas. Was he really a fluke? Oh, he a bucket, bro. Or was he a true bucket? He's a bucket. Brunson's going to be all right. He a bucket. So that's the only two games I want to see out of him. What about about him? him? What about um, Utah? They play Utah early, don't they? 
the Knicks. Yeah, they played them pretty early. Uh, it's pretty early on the schedule. I know everybody's been talking about that joint. Like, yo, like uh, they put this early and it's televised. Uh, and this game is televised. So I know they're just like, yo, like, why would they do that? And Utah doesn't get televised games like that, yo. Uh, so that's why everybody's like, yo, what about I thought you was gonna mention that nah, stat? Yo, I got one on stat. I got one. I got I'm look, one. I'm looking at the <laughs> schedule. Yo, they don't play Utah until uh But it's televised. Oh yeah, it's televised. It's tele- that's fine. The thing is it's televising Utah when's the last time you see Utah televised like that ooh ooh I got the answer what when John Stockton Carl Malone yeah right and Jeff Hornacek was playing <laughs> exactly nah so you right about they're that they're like yo why would, Why is this game televised out of all games so they're still speculating about Mitchell yeah still next, speculating next episode we'll talk about that guy <laughs> uh, I'll tell you already now a little sneak peek if Donovan comes to the Knicks, just know I'm going to have an aneurysm. We probably, they probably will get rid of everybody. Yeah, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, nah, that was really about it. Um, but, yeah, you were right about Utah because of that whole speculation. Um, the Knicks schedule is just going to be interesting, especially what Knicks we get. So I'm not truly excited for anything until – we start playing. I always go by the first game. I'll go to the first game. I mean, right. we, we could win. Look, we won the first. We don't usually. We win beat the first Boston game. last year, the first game of the season, and Ooh, we Tatum was hurt, and I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown dropped 58 on us. Yeah, but we, but <laughs> we won. Sure. I know, but still, it, it's still not good. It's still not good. So to me, me seeing the first game don't mean nothing. Talk to me when it gets closer to the trade deadline. February is when I can say, all right, we got to push or we got to suck and tank. Yeah. But nah. The schedule is dope. I'm happy it came out. Bruh, just a little thing about the, yo, there's like probably like eight teams with 30 plus national televised uh, games, which is crazy. Warriors got 42. That's like 50% of their games. Lakers, of course. Celtics are up there. Suns are up there. Even the Knicks. They're pretty much they're up there too, but like that's a lot of games for these teams. Like so, you'll see a lot of the the West Coast. You'll see Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, Suns, Sixers, Clippers. You'll see all of them on TV because they have like twenty, no, thirty plus games of their games are on um are naturally televised. ABC, ESPN, TNT, everybody. So it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for the season, man. We got to go to that season opener. Like we, you know, it's a little tradition, but we gotta we gotta do that. Um, and then we just gonna you know enjoy and see what we got come from there. You're right. A lot of predictions coming on. We can't even can't even solid say certain things. I believe next episode we're gonna be like, all right, cool. Here are these teams. Here they're at. Let's just predict. We're gonna do that. Like you know, from then on, and then we'll um, go back and see if our predictions are accurate or not. I don't want to predict nothing of the Knicks. I wouldn't either. You shouldn't. I don't want to predict nothing of the Lakers. But that's a, that's that's going to be an ongoing thing as we're going in the season. We're always going to probably talk about how crazy what's going on with them. The Knicks, Lakers, and Brooklyn. I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't. No, not at all. But we got to say a big congratulations to you, sir. What up, what up? What do you mean, what up? Your kid's going to listen to this one day. Oh, yeah. Number two. <laughs> Conceived. <laughs> Not conceived. They're going to look at you and be like, damn, dad, you do yeah. me do dirty like that? Yep. Congratulations, sir. I'm happy. The baby's healthy. The wife is healthy. Everyone's Appreciate healthy. That. Appreciate that. You already um, know. I'm so proud. We're not even, we, I know the first game, if we don't go to the Knicks game, I know you're going to be having that kid watching oh, basketball. Yeah. We're going to be. Film session all day. It's going to be on there. That's how it goes. You already know. (laughs) I appreciate it. Next episode is going to be interesting. We got a couple surprise news updates for us personally. Um, Big shout out to, and I'm going to give him a shout out, even though he's on special assignment. Um, As you all know, as you see on our um, Instagram, as you see on our podcast, we actually have a new logo. Big shout out to Kyle. Big shout out to JT, Jabron, and myself. But a big shout out to Kyle because Kyle was the creator of that logo. Um, he designed it, and then we got that created professionally, and 
that logo is big thanks to the creator of uh, one of our partners. Good job, Kyle. Shout out to KB. You already know. All right, JT. You can send us home. Hey, yo, that's a wrap. We're going to see y'all next episode. Peace. Later. <laughs>